Hey everybody, I've got a question for you. Are you sappy? Yeah, you heard me. I want to know, are you sappy? Tonight I want to talk about the importance of being sappy. Now I want to tell you right now that if you're sappy, you're going to be happy. Uh, you know, the Bible likens people unto trees. Now, for example, the fig tree is symbolic of the nation of Israel, and, and so on. And uh, in Psalm 104, verse 16, uh, the Bible says, The trees of the Lord are full of sap. So, you know, if if the Bible likens us unto trees, uh, you know, we as Christians... And uh, if we're likened unto trees, the Bible says the trees of the Lord are full of sap. So we need to be full of sap. We need to be sappy. And like I said, if you're sappy, you're going to be happy. You know, um, when you talk about a tree uh, and, and the sap of a tree, uh, sap is a fluid inside a tree that flows through a, a part of the outer trunk of the tree delivering water and other nutrients throughout the tree. So sap is, is vitally important to the life of any tree. And uh, so a tree needs to have sap. And, uh, and, and like I said, that sap, uh, it flows, flows throughout the tree and provides very important nutrients to that tree. And it's, it's, it's vital to the, to the vibrance and life of a tree. The sap is. And, uh, and us, uh, you know, be as Christians, believers on the Lord Jesus Christ, we're trees of the Lord, and we need to be full of sap. Um, you know, especially with all that's been going on in our country in the last uh, in the last week, and you know, I, I know you know there's there's half of the country that's uh, you know uh, upset about the election and, and, and that ongoing process. And it's real easy to kind of get down and, and drag your head and all of that. But, uh, hey, let, let's, let's keep, let's keep our sap about us. What do you say? Um, and, and, and let's don't run low on sap. Let's, let's keep, keep, keep the sap flowing. What do you say? Um, you know, uh, I have in my notes here how to stay sappy, how to stay sappy. Let's look at Psalm, the first chapter. The first chapter of the book of Psalms, starting in verse 1, says this. Blessed is the man, or we could say the person, who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. We're talking about how to stay sappy. Well, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. So that's Psalms, first chapter, first three verses. But let's go back through it again, how to stay sappy. First of all, uh, it says, blessed is the man or the person who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. So one way to stay sappy is is not to uh, listen to the counsel of ungodly people. And then it says here, nor stands in the path of sinners. And and what that means is, is that, 
you know, we need to reach out to sinners as Christians and, and be soul winners, but, but we don't need to run with them. You know what I mean? And become, become, uh, uh, partakers of, of the things that they do, uh, but, but rather reach out to them. All right. But, but we don't need to stand in the pathway of sinners and, 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 and walk and act like they do. And then if you want to stay sappy, I'll tell you right now, you have to live holy and walk right before the Lord, not walk in the path of sinners. And then it goes on to say, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, um, or, or judgmental, or, you know, uh, we, we, one way that, 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 uh, sap can be drained from us is if we become judgmental and scornful and, and bad mouthers and things like that. So, so, uh, uh, ways to stay sappy. Uh, stay in, stay with godly counsel. Walk right before the Lord, not in the path of sinners. Don't be, don't be scornful or judgmental or a bad mouther. Look at verse two here. But his delight, we're talking about a Christian that is sappy. His delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law he meditates day and night. Well, the law of the Lord would be the word of God. So, so one way to stay sappy would be to delight ourselves in the word of God and to meditate on it day and night. And then the Bible says that person will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now, of course, it's important that a tree has a water source. And uh, it's important, you know, uh, if you're going to be full of sap, you're going to have to have a water source. And the Bible uh, is likened unto water. So you need to stay in the word of God. Uh, the Holy Spirit is likened unto water uh, in, in, in the Bible. So we need to stay full of the Holy Spirit. And, uh, uh, you know, you, you need to have a good, uh, if you watched any of the old Westerns, you know, those people on there, those cowboys and whatnot, they always knew where the good watering holes were, you know, and those wagon trains and things like that. Well, you need to have a good watering hole. You know what I mean by that? You need to have a good local church where you can come on a regular weekly basis and, and, and be fed the word of God. And, uh, and Summit Church, by the way, is a, it's a good watering hole. Okay. Come to Summit Church and we'll, we'll fill you with the water of the word of God. But, but you need to have a, uh, uh, uh you need to be planted. Uh, that word planted is very important. We're talking about how to stay sappy. Have a good watering source, the, the word of God. Have a good watering hole. You need to be planted, see, planted in a good local church. That's very important. You know, I've watched over the many years of pastoring. I, I've watched people that they just kind of, they, 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 they go to church. Maybe they'll go to uh, this church over here one week and then they'll miss a week and then they'll go to this church over here for a week and, and then they'll miss a week and then they'll go to this church over here for a week, you know, and, and then they'll take a couple of weeks off and then they'll, you know, they'll come to Summit Church for a, a service and then you won't see them again for a month, you know, and, and um, those people, I've watched them over the years. They're not sappy, you know. They they they're they're just not full of they're not full of sap, you know. And and it's so sad because if you want to be full of sap, you know what is sap? It's a nutrient that flows through that makes things healthy. If you want to be full of sap, you need to find a good watering hole, find a good church, and plant there and be there. Now, nothing wrong with going and visiting other churches, that's good, that's healthy, but you need to find you one good watering hole with people of like precious faith and, and be planted there. And the Bible says if, if you're, uh, 
you'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And then if you do that, you'll be full of sap. And the Bible says you'll bring forth fruit in its season. Well, a tree can't bring forth fruit if it doesn't have sap. All right, but if a tree has has a sap flowing as it should, it'll bring forth its fruit in its season. And then it says its leaf will not wither. Hey, if you feel withered out there, hey, I'll tell you what, you're not full of sap. So so do these things I've been talking about, you won't wither. You'll be full of sap. You know, if you if the tree doesn't have sap, it's going to wither. You know, if a tree doesn't have a watering source, it'll wither. You know that as well as I do. And uh, so the Bible says that somebody that will do these things we've talked about here, and just in these three verses, uh, you'll have fruit in your life. You'll you'll your leaves will you won't be withered, and and then whatever you do will prosper. So you can see it's important to have sap, okay? And uh, and and so that's the book of Psalms. But let's let's think about uh, let's go over to the book of Acts. You can turn over to the book of Acts, and you see. Uh, I believe it's Acts, the second, third chapter, right in there, you have the day of Pentecost, okay? And when when the, the Christians, the born-again Christians, were baptized with the Holy Spirit, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. We're talking here tonight about being full of sap. Well, one way is be full of the Word of God. Another way is be full of the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. And, and those people over in Acts, those Christians, Peter and James, John, you know, the apostles of the Lord, so forth, the 120 in the upper room, um, they were baptized with the Holy Spirit. They they were filled with the the Spirit of God on that on that day. Now they already had the Holy Ghost in them. They were born again, all right, on their way to heaven. But on that day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came and they got filled or baptized with the Holy Spirit. And I tell you what, on the day of Pentecost, sap levels were high. You know what I mean? Sap levels, S-A-P, sap levels were high. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. They were first and foremost powerful witnesses for Jesus and Peter, full of sap, if you will, you know, full of the Holy Ghost. He preaches on the day of Pentecost, and I think 3,000 people get saved. They're speaking with other tongues as the Spirit's given them the utterance, and the, the uh, wonderful works of God are being proclaimed, and, and it's just, just a wonderful day. See what happens when the sap level is full. But after that, as you read on in the book of Acts, the apostles were, were, were imprisoned and they were threatened but because they were preaching in the name of Jesus. I'll tell you what, you get your sap level real high, the world won't like that so much. You know, and particularly religious, the religious world. You know what I'm talking about. And uh, that's what happened to the apostles. They got their sap level high. Their joy was, was, was off the charts. Everything was going good. And the religious hierarchy of that day, you know, they came and they, they were thrown, they threw them into prison and they threatened them. And, and, and you can see as you read, I'm not going to take the time to read it, but I'd encourage you to read the first couple of chapters of the book of Acts. You'll see that the apostles, it, 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 they, they had gotten beaten down. And, and somewhat discouraged and somewhat uh, uh, withery, if you will. Their, their sap level, you know the world can beat the sap right out of you. You know that? You, you know it's the truth. And you can see those apostles who Peter preaching on the day of Pentecost and, and, and all the, the, the powerful things that were going on. But then you see the, the world coming in and beating on them. And you can see the sap level kind of runs low with the apostles. And uh, uh, 
and they were threatened and all of that. And But finally, they were let go. And the Bible says it's interesting here. Look at Acts, the fourth chapter in the 23rd verse. It says, and being let go, they went to their own company. Well, they had a watering hole, didn't they? <laughs> they went to their own company. We could say it this way. They went to their local church. They went among people of like precious faith. Let me tell you, friends, listen to me. If you want to have your sap level running real high, you have to find a good local church and you have to plant there with people of like precious faith. Remember, I've said this for years. Don't you choose your church. Let let the Holy Ghost choose your church for you. He knows who your pastor is. He knows where you're supposed to be. And uh, one reason Christians' sap levels aren't very high is a lot of them, they've gone to a church that, that they went there just because they, you know, they liked certain things about the church and, and they never really sought the Lord as to whether or not they're supposed to be there, you know? Or they go somewhere just because their family goes there. A variety of different things. Remember, you know, uh, your, your, your pastor is going to have the word of God you need to hear on a weekly basis. Now, you don't need a pastor to hear from God for you. You can do that for yourself, but but you do need to have a good pastor that feeds you the word of God. The Bible's clear on that, and you need to have the Holy Ghost pick your church and your pastor. You know, I've had people over the last 25 years, they'll come by as I'm greeting at the door after the service, and they'll say, Pastor Terry, how did you know I needed to hear that today? And I've had multitudes of people say that to me. And you know what? Uh, the reason they can say that is because I, 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 I'm their pastor. And, and, and I'm listening to the Lord through the week and the Lord's giving me the message that he wants me to feed those folk as they've come to, to the church that God assigned them to. But you see, people that go where God's told them to go, those people are going to be full of sap. And you know what I mean? And they're not going to be withered away. They're, whatever they do is going to prosper. And so you need to have a good watering hole where you can keep your sap level high, okay? So look here, Acts 4.23, the apostles go to their own company, their own local church, if you will, people with people of like precious faith, and they reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them, because, you know, they'd been threatened not, you know, preaching the name of the Lord and all that. And then some other things transpire. But for the sake of time, skip down to verse 31. Notice what happens. And when they had prayed, this is Acts 4.31, when they had prayed, now, you want to keep your sap level full, you're going to have to have a prayer life. You you just are. You're going to have to pray on a, on a regular basis, okay? You just are. And, and, and guaranteed fact, if, if you're not a person of prayer, your sap level will never get very high and it certainly won't remain, it can't be sustained without prayer. Prayer is so vital to, to having, to being sappy, okay? And so you have to be a person of prayer. What does prayer mean? Just talking to God on a regular daily basis, okay? Doesn't mean you have to go in your prayer closet and get down on your knees and, and put your hands together and close your eyes at, for, for five hours. No, you can do that. That's good. Prayer closets are good. Get down on your knees and pray and all that's good. But, but, uh, but uh, talking to the Lord and, uh, talk to Him in the car, talk to Him in the shower, you know, uh, talk to Him when, I talk to Him when I'm cutting the grass. I talk to Him when I'm running around the neighborhood doing my exercises, you know. And, you see that you can be praying when you're running around in the neighborhood doing your exercises, you see. But you've got to have a prayer life. What I'm trying to say is a prayer life has kind of been woo 
mysterious, mysterious, kind of mysterious to a lot of people. You, a lot of people think you gotta, you know, lock yourself away. No, nothing wrong with locking yourself away and praying, but you know, just, just every day, just, just always mindful of the presence of God and talking to Him and listening. You know, when you pray, always do twice as much listening as you do talking. Because God knows a whole lot more than you do, and a lot of people go to pray and all they they do all the talking and and they wonder why they don't ever hear from God's because they never stop talking long enough for God to talk to them, okay, for them to hear anything. But you have to have a prayer life. So they went; these apostles went and they prayed. And notice the place it got real sappy. Watch this: the place was shaken where they were assembled together. Now that wasn't a natural earthquake; it was just that that place was shaken with the power of God. Sap levels running high here, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Now look, these people got filled with the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. Doesn't mean that they got baptized in the Holy Spirit a second time. What it means is, you know, the Bible says to be filled with the Spirit in, in, in Ephesians 5.18, and the Greek actually says, be being filled or stay full of the Holy Spirit. What happened to these people, these apostles, is they were they had their their, 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 their sap level real high. They were full of the Holy Ghost, you know. And then the affairs of life beat them down. So they went back to their local church and they prayed. And I tell you what, as they prayed, they were, the Bible says they were filled with the Holy Ghost. It doesn't mean they got baptized in the Holy Ghost a second time. It just means that they're, 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 this is just a great example of this. Their sap level had just gotten low and they needed their sap level up, you see. The Holy Spirit was still in them. They were still baptized with the Holy Spirit, all right, but they'd just been so beaten down. They were kind of like withered and kind of like you'd see a tree that was once healthy, kind of withering over in the heat of the sun, you know. But you give that tree some water. I tell you what, it'll, it'll, it'll snap back. And that they just went to their watering hole. They got some water. They went among people of like precious faith. They got to praying. And, and, and the, and the Holy Spirit, who, he, he never left. He was on the inside of them, but their sap level was just low. And they got to praying and, and the sap level came up. You know what I mean? And they were, they were, let's put it this way. They were re-energized with the Holy Spirit. That's a good way to say it. They were re-energized. And, uh, and notice the place is shaken. They're re-energized with the Holy Spirit. And then notice it says they spoke the word of God with boldness. See, if you're sappy, You'll have boldness about you, a holy boldness. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. Now, I didn't say obnoxious. I said the Bible said bold, you know, and boldness. I tell you what, I've had sap, the sap levels running real high in my life before, and, and sometimes I get in a pulpit and the sap level, I'll be preaching, the sap level just get off the charts. And I tell, tell you what, some bold, the boldness comes forth. And I tell you what, it's, 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 it's a blessing. It's just a blessing. It's a blessing to me and it's a blessing to people. And I, I, I tell you what, I, I can feel the, the sap level running pretty high right now. And, and, and just, just, just boldness and a sense of victory, you know. Uh, oh, Pastor Terry, just don't know what's going on in the country. Hey, listen, I know exactly what's going on in the country. I tell you what, I'm going to stay full of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to keep my eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to stay full of the sap of the Lord. I'm going to be a tree of the Lord that's full of sap. I said sap, okay? I'm going to be full of sap. And, uh, and there'll be boldness and victory. No matter what happens. You hear what I'm saying? And you can be the same way. Now, hey, look at, look at another, here's, let's look at another example of somebody that, uh, 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 example of a sappy Christian. Okay? Um, 
We want to be full of sap, all right? <laughs> Look at Acts 6.5. Acts 6.5. Notice this, Stephen. Okay, he was one of those seven deacons that was chosen, you know. Uh, it's, in, it's in Acts, the sixth chapter. And uh, watch this. And the saying pleased the whole multitude that they were going to choose out seven deacons, you know, to serve the tables. And notice they chose Stephen, and there were six others. But let's talk about Stephen. A man full of faith and the Holy Ghost. A man full of faith and the Holy Ghost. And then if you look at Acts 6, verse 8, that was verse 5. Look at verse 8. And Stephen full of faith and power. Wow. Now here's an example of a sappy Christian. He and, and what can we learn from this? Yeah, he was full of the Holy Ghost. I mean, you full of the Holy Ghost, you full of the sap of God, man. I mean, I mean there's nutrients, spiritual nutrients are going to be running all through your spirit and your physical body. I tell you what, you get your spirit full of the sap of the Lord, it'll 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 heal your physical body. It'll heal your mind, it'll heal your brain, man. I tell you what. But notice here Stephen was full of faith and the Holy Ghost in verse 5 and then full of uh faith and power. And uh of course, we know that with the Holy Ghost comes power, but uh, but notice in both verses it calls out faith. Now, what can we what conclusion can we draw from that? Well, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So what do we know about Stephen? He was a man full of the word of God. If you're going to be full of faith, you can't be full of faith without being full of the word of God. He was full of faith. We know he was full of the word of God. And you can see that because if you look at the sermon that he preached in, I, I think it was, uh, I think it's Acts the seventh chapter. You look at the sermon he preached, you know he was full of the word of God. He had done his study, and I tell you what, he was not just a casual reader of the of, of the Old Testament, you know, at that time they didn't have the New Testament written yet, but uh, uh but he was he knew the Old Testament. He was not just a casual reader. I tell you what, if you want to be full of the sap of the Lord, you can't just be a casual reader of the word of God. You got to be somebody that studies the word of God. You know what I'm saying? Um and, and, and if you have, if you want to be full of sap, you're going to have to study the Word of God. And uh, and and you can see Stephen studied the Word of God. He knew the Word of God because he preached that sermon in Acts seven. And man, he knew some stuff. I tell you about the about the Old Testament. He gave he gave a basically he gave that crowd a a, a lesson in Old Testament history. Man, I tell you what, in the power of God, he was power of God on it. He was full of faith and power. And I mean, the sap level was high. There again, you get that sap level running high, it'll it'll make religious, religious, dull, dry, religious people, people that are just miserable looking go looking for some place to go be miserable. It'll it'll offend them. It will, and uh, and uh, and that's what happened. And this crowd got offended. They got more than offended. I mean, they stoned this man. They did, and. Uh, and he died a martyr's death, but I tell you what, and much I could say about that. And uh, but let me say this in ver chapter seven, verse fifty-five, Acts seven fifty-five. I mean, he, I mean, he has some bad circumstances here. He was full of sap, and and they're stoning him, and it's going to cost him his life. But I tell you what, in verse fifty-five, it says, "And he, Stephen, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God." My Tell you what, 
when you die. That's the way to go right there. And but but he died a martyr's death. But here's the point: he was sappy right in the midst of a bad circumstance. I mean, these people are stoning him, and 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 it's going to cost him his life and all of that. But right in the midst of that, he wasn't crabbing. He wasn't complaining. He 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 just that sap level was so full. That boldness on him was so full. He was so full of faith and power and the Holy Ghost. He just they just stoned him. He he says to the Lord, he says, "Don't lay this sin." To their charge, I tell you what: when you're full of the Holy Ghost, when you're full of, when you're a tree of the Lord that's sappy, you can forgive people. I mean, no matter what they do to you, you can forgive them, and you'll be strong in the midst of bad circumstances. And uh, that's what Stephen did, and 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 he died with the sap levels full, running high off the charts. That's the way you want to go, okay? And uh, but he was a, he's an example of somebody that's full of sap. A Christian full of sap. Hey, another one is Barnabas. Barnabas. And you can go over to Acts the 11th chapter. Barnabas is another example of a sappy Christian. And, uh, uh, <laughs> and this man here, uh, he, yeah, he was something else. Not, not a lot gets said about him, but more ought to be said about him than what is a lot of times. But Acts the 11th chapter, it, notice verse 23. It says, when he came, Barnabas had, when he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all that was, all them, encouraged them all that with purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord. For, for he was a good man. See, when you got to sap level of the Lord running high, by the way, I've never heard anybody teach a message like this on the sap of, the sap of the Lord, but I think it's pretty good, huh? And, uh, he was a good man. When you got sap levels running high in your life, let me tell you what, you're going to be full of good works. I mean, you just are. You're going to be full, you're going to be full of good works. And, uh, and, and Christians ought to be full of good works. Now, good works don't save us, but I tell you what, if you're saved, you'll be full of good works, particularly if those sap levels are running high. And he had his sap level off the charts and, uh, he was a good man. The Bible, look at this. He said, verse, this is Acts 11, 24. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith. So, being full of faith, we know he was full of the Word of God, and he was full of the Holy Spirit. And uh, I tell you, I spit there just a little bit. Sap levels are running so high. I, <laughs> I was I was preaching one time. There was a guy sitting on the front row. You can believe this or not. I, it doesn't matter to me. I know what happened. He had sickness in his body, and the sap my sap levels were running high. That healing, that teaching anointing was in full. I mean, at full bore, and the, the sap levels were running high. The boldness was running high, and, uh, and and I got I got so stirred up. I just started preaching like a machine gun. <laughs> like a machine gun and I start spitting out you know and uh and the spit I don't know got on and the guy <laughs> the guy got healed glory to God just sitting there listening to me preach the word praise God I tell you what that that excited me <laughs> man there was another guy that used to attend the church many years ago a good man he'd sit on the front row he, he'd help me in the healing lines a good man his name was Ray good man and uh, he wore glasses, and he always sat on the front row, and and because uh, he he was there to help me and assist me, and I get this power of God come on me, I start preaching, I start spittering, you know, I, I you know if you didn't notice, I spittered a little bit there, that's why I got off on this, and he'd sit on the front row, and I'd, I'd spitter on him, I don't know that he ever got healed, but I know his glasses, his glasses, I one time he said he was going to have some windshield wipers. But, 
put on his glasses. So anyway, well, it's, it's, it's exciting to be full of the sap of the Lord. Say, Pastor Terry, how, how can you be so excited when all this stuff's going on in the country right now? Because my joy doesn't come from a presidential election. My joy comes from the word of God and from the, from the throne of God in heaven. Praise God. My joy comes from the, from the Holy Ghost. Okay. So, so I'm sappy here today. Glory to God. Praise God. And I'm going to be sappy no matter how this election turns out. Ha, <laughs> ha, glory to God. Full of the sap of the Lord. Praise God. And, uh, going to have joy no matter what. Okay. You, you understand that? But anyway, where was I at here? So, uh, so anyway, Barnabas, he's a, he's a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, full of the Word of God, because he's full of faith. You can't be full of faith without being full of the Word of God. And, uh, and, and notice, uh, we know he had sap levels high because the Bible said he was full of the Holy Spirit. And, but look at this. And a great many people were added to the Lord. I tell you what, if you get the sap levels running high in your life, you'll become a soul winner. You really will. And then it goes on here. It says, and then Barnabas departed for Tarsus to seek Saul. Now look, here's something else sap levels will do. It will look for people to encourage. Now, Barnabas's name means son of encouragement. So he was an encourager. And it's very significant here. When he departs for Tarsus, remember Saul was Saul of Tarsus. Remember he got saved on the road to Damascus, became the apostle Paul. But he was not accepted by the church in the early, early days. They were all afraid of him because remember he persecuted the church and he had Christians put in prison and all of that and persecuted and, and so forth. And people were afraid of him and they didn't believe he really got saved and all of that. And so Saul of Tarsus, after he became a Christian, he was beaten down and no doubt and sad, no doubt, or, you know, despondent or whatever, however you want to say it, because they, you know, he really, he turned into a for real Christian and, and, and nobody was really receiving him much and they were all afraid of him. And Barnabas went to Tarsus to seek Saul. And, uh, why? I believe to encourage him. Saul needed some encouragement. And so what am I trying to tell you? A Christian that has sap levels running real high, you know, they're going to be an encourager. I'm full of sap right now. <laughs> I said sap. <laughs> I'm full of sap right now. Let's be sure we, we don't put a C on the beginning of that, okay? I'm full of sap. I'm full of sap right. Oh, you can have a little fun when you're, when you're teaching. I'm full of sap right now. And you see what this is doing? It should be encouraging you. It really should be. And uh, that's what Christians do when they're full of sap. They encourage people, okay? And so that's what Barnabas did. He went and uh, he, he he sought out uh, Saul and encouraged him, <laughs> all right? Glory to God. And you can see that as you read on. And he commended him to the brethren and all that. And what a great encouragement to, to Saul, you know, who became Paul. And But Bar what am I trying to say? Barnabas had uh, uh, sap levels high. He was an encourager. Anyway... Uh, and then as you go on in the book of Acts, go to look at Acts 13, verse 52. Acts 13, verse 52. And I'm just going to pick one verse out here. It says, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. Now, why did I read that verse? Because I wanted you to see that when you're full of the Holy Ghost, and, and the way I'm uh, illustrating this message here tonight, if you're full of the Holy Ghost, it's, it's like sap, like a tree being full of sap. And you, you, you get full of the Holy Ghost, you're full of the sap of the Lord. Glory to God. I tell you what, there'll be joy about you. 
Can't you sense joy about me here tonight? Why? Because my sap level's high. What do you mean? I'm full of the Holy Ghost, praise God, and, and I'm full of joy. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength, see? Don't look at the circumstances. Look at what the Word of God has to say about things. And I tell you what, you do that, you can have joy anytime. Remember, there's a difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is a feeling based on circumstance. All right, so you may not be happy about what's going on in the nation right now because that's a circumstance, okay? Circumstances change. So happiness, sadness, that changes with circumstances. But I tell you what, joy is a spiritual force based on the Word of God. The Word of God never changes. So you can have joy, the joy of the Lord, which is your strength, right in the midst of a bad circumstance. You can have be full of the Holy Ghost, a tree of the Lord full of sap, Praise God and just be full of joy and, and encouragement and just a blessing everywhere you go. Healing power, God flowing and just glory to God. So when, what am I saying? When you're full of sap, you'll be full of joy. And there's something else I want to, want to say to you as I begin to close this. I want you to look at 2 Timothy 1.16. 2 Timothy 1.16. Uh, Paul told... I'm um, 1.16... Let me read that again. 2 Timothy 1, 6. 2 Timothy 1, 6. I don't think there is a verse 16 there. I'd have to look. But 2 Timothy 1, 6. The Apostle Paul uh, tells Timothy to stir up the gift of God that's within him. Okay? And you can read the whole verse, but I just want to use that part of it. Paul told Timothy to stir up the gift of God that was in him. And that's what I want to encourage you to do this evening, is stir up the gift of God that's within you. And, uh, uh, you know, I was thinking about this before I came on the, on the, on the, on the Facebook and social media here. You know, I, I think about my wife as she bakes cakes. Now, I like it when my wife bakes cakes. Or when she makes brownies. I really like it. Nobody makes brownies like my wife. I tell you what. But I, I've watched her make brownies over the years, you know, and cakes and different things. But let's talk about brownies. And she'll put in, I, I get, she puts in eggs and she puts in, I guess, chocolate stuff. <laughs> she puts in this, that, and the other, you know, several ingredients. And, and I watch her put that all into, into, into the bowl. But you know what? She doesn't just leave the ingredients sit in the bowl. You know what she does? Now, you know what I'm going to say. She she stirs it up. You know, she, she puts the mixture in there. And she stirs it up. Now, if she doesn't stir it up, I, you know, now I'm not a, you don't want me doing your cooking for you, but you know, can you imagine if she just put that in the oven in that, in that state there without stirring it up? I don't know what would happen. I don't know. I'm going to have to ask her, but I don't think it would, would be too good. I, but, but the point is she stirs it up. So, you know what? Here's the thing. We all have, you know, good ingredients that, that are placed in us, you know, when we get saved, filled with the Holy Spirit and whatnot. But a lot of times those things just lay, lay within us dormant. Okay. Dormant. And, and we've got to stir them up. Just like my wife stirs up those ingredients for brownie, she stirs she stirs them up and works her works her magic on it. Whatever she does on what she does, she stirs it up and does whatever puts them in the oven, and and, and, and out they come in that glass 
container and she cuts them babies up and whoo, I tell you what, if heaven has brownies, that's what I think they're going to taste like. But, uh, but, but she's got to stir up the ingredients. So, hey, I'm here tonight to tell you, you got good stuff deposited in you. You know, the Holy Spirit's deposited good things in you. But don't let the circumstances around you, what's going on, get you down and beat you down. Hey, stir up all those good things that are in you. Stir them all up. And when you start stirring them up, guess what? The the, the, the sap level will rise. And I tell you what, you'll get energized. You'll get bold and, 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 and good things will happen. I tell you what, the sap levels will go off the chart. So stir up. You know, how do you stir, how do you stir up spiritual things? Well, I, well, I, let me just off the top of my head, I, you know, here's what I would say is pray. That'll, that'll, that's a, that's a good ingredient. Prayer. Uh, let's think of another good ingredient. Studying the Word of God, reading, studying the Word of God. So let's think about our our brownie ball here. Okay, we put the we put the Word of God in. We put prayer in. Okay, um, we we find that good watering hole, that good local church. We go there and we sit under the preached Word of God. You know, it's great. You get a great blessing out of reading the Bible, but there's just something that when you sit under anointed teaching and preaching, but let's put that in the bowl, you know? And so, so we've got, we've got these, these, we got prayer, we've got the word of God, we've got faithful attendance in the house of God. And, and, uh, what else? Not just attendance, but you know what? God has a local church for everybody, but he's got an assignment for everybody in that local church. And so, so start serving in your local church. If you're, if you're not, do it. And, uh, you know, a lot of times when we think about stirring up the gift of God that's in us, you know, yeah, we right away think about prayer and study of the Word of God, and that's good. That Those are two ingredients. But there's other things. And I think a lot of times people, you know, the, 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 you talk about stirring up the gift of God, and then prayer, study the Word, prayer, study the Word. Well, that that's good. Those are two ingredients. Hey, you can't bake a good cake with just two ingredients. I've watched my wife bake cakes. I've watched her bake brownies, as I've said. And she doesn't just put one ingredient in. She doesn't just put two ingredients in. I mean, she puts several ingredients in. You try baking a cake with just one ingredient or two ingredients or brownies with just one or two ingredients. It's not going to taste any good. You know, it just isn't. I mean, she's got all kinds of measuring spoons out there. She puts all these little, little little liquids and vanilla and all this stuff, I don't know. But she's got a bunch of stuff going on in that cake beside, or that brownies, whatever, beside just one or two things. See, I think that a lot of times we talk about stirring up the gift of God and we think about, well, we're just going to pray. Well, that's like baking a cake with one ingredient. Okay, so we're going to just pray and study the Word. Well, that's like baking a cake with just two ingredients. But hey, what about what about attending the church? There's another ingredient. Uh, serving at the church. There's another ingredient. Uh, going out and finding somebody less fortunate than you and blessing them. There's another ingredient. Encouraging somebody else. You know, you see what I'm trying to say. Get all these ingredients together in the bowl, in the bowl, in the bowl, so to speak, and then stir those babies up. You do that, I tell you what, the Holy Ghost will take hold of you. He'll rise up. See, he'll rise up on the, he's already in there, but he'll rise up on the inside of you. That sap levels will go up, man. I tell you what, that joy level will rise. Boldness will come. You'll prosper in everything you do. So stir up the gift of God that's in you. Okay? Do that. Now I've told you how to do it, all right? 
Now, let's close with this. I got two tree verses to close with. Tree verses. Uh, Psalm 96 verse 12. Psalm 96 verse 12 says this. I'll pick up midway through the verse. It says, then all the trees of the woods will rejoice before the Lord. The trees of the Lord will rejoice before the Lord. Well, those are trees that are full of sap. Okay, and the Bible likens us unto trees. I've already said that. And it says the trees of the woods will rejoice before the Lord. So I just don't feel like rejoicing, Pastor Terry. I didn't ask you what you felt like. The Bible says the trees of the woods will rejoice. You know, you got to do these. Anything you do for the Lord, you got to do by faith. You know, you should know that by now. And if you don't know it, there I've told you again. And that means that you do things a lot of times when you don't feel like it. So I want to encourage you right now, no matter what your circumstance is, no matter how you feel, faith has nothing to do with feel. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Faith has nothing to do with feelings. Faith has nothing to do with feelings. Faith has to do with what the Word of God says. So no matter, no matter what your circumstance is, just do what the Bible says by faith. No matter what you feel like, the trees of the woods will rejoice. So I'm going to rejoice no matter how I feel. Okay, I'm going to stir up the gift of God that's in me, all right? You do the same thing. And like I said, you say, well, I just don't feel like, do it anyway. Faith has nothing to do with feelings, all right? And so, so you're, you're one of the trees in the woods of the Lord, and it says, the trees of the woods will rejoice. So I'm, I'm charging you with the word of God, okay? Rejoice, all right? And then in Isaiah 55, verse 12, we'll close with this. Maybe the greatest tree verse in the Bible. Watch this. For you shall go out with joy. There's a little joke there. You know, I, back years ago, I, I, I never went out on dates. I, I, I just never did. And, uh, and, 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 and I wanted to be led by the word of God on everything, you know. So all I could see is you shall go out with joy. But I wasn't in love with joy. I was in love with Diane. So I guess maybe I violated the scripture there a little bit. But uh, hopefully God forgave me. A little joke for you. So I went out with Diane. The only woman I ever dated. The only woman I ever kissed. And we got married and God gave her to me. And and I tell you, you talk about being full of sap, man. When I got her, I I tell you what, she my sap levels went off the chart. She's been nothing but a blessing to me. And uh, she's helped my... My, I tell you what, a good spouse can help sap levels run high. And she's been a great spouse and she's kept my sap levels up. And a lot of times when my sap level has gotten low, she, she she's kind of helped me stir it up, you know. But thank God for a good wife. But anyway, so you shall go out with joy. See, there's somebody full of sap. And be let out with peace. See, you get sap levels high. There'll be peace about you. And the mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you. Well, you know, I don't know all what that means, but that, it's a good thing. It sure isn't bad. But watch this. And all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Glory to God. So all the trees of the field. So you get the sap level high in you. You'll have joy. You'll have peace. The mountains will be, mountains will be rejoicing. Okay. And, and, and it says all the trees of the field will Clap their hands. Glory to God. So I just encourage you, as a, if you're born again, you know Jesus as your Savior. You're a tree in the field of God. 
And I tell you what, do these things we've talked about here tonight. Let that sap level come up. I tell you that sap level get up so high, you'll just start clapping your hands before the Lord. And even if you don't feel like clapping your hands, I tell you, tell you what, just, just start clapping your hands as a tree of the Lord. Clap your hands before the Lord. And I tell you what, just take an act of faith and he'll meet you there. And, uh, and, 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 and I tell you what, you can be re-energized with the Holy Ghost. I sense there's some people out there you just, just, just down. But I tell you what, this message was just what you needed to hear tonight. And just start clapping your hands before God and just rejoice and, and praise Him and honor Him and glorify Him and stir up all the good things that He's deposited in you over the years. And, and I tell you what, let the sap levels, let them go off to, let them go up to warp nine. And you know what, <laughs> a little Star Trek for you there. Let them go up to warp nine and just go off the charts. And, and, and I tell you what, you'll be blessed and more important, you'll be a blessing to others. Glory to God. Well, I'm going to stop right right here. I I'm so full of the sap of the Lord. I don't know I don't know what to do. I may just get up and and run around the room after I turn this thing off. But hey, I hope I I hope this was a blessing to you tonight. And listen, be sappy, okay? Hey, God bless you, and I'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye.